It's Toby Lee, who has been chosen as a Canadian youth delegate to the World Health Organization. Toby, thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much, Jim, for giving me this opportunity. I'm, I'm really passionate about this, and I think sharing this with young people will also excite them as well. Well, yeah, you're on a bit of a tour prior to going, and, and so we'll discuss that as well. But maybe just let everybody know what you're currently doing. You're an undergrad student at the U of M? No, I'm actually uh, currently a PhD student at the University of Manitoba. Okay. I currently study HIV in collaboration with uh, communities in Kenya. Excellent. So, and, and what's the goal with your career? So, honestly, that's a great question of what I want to do when I grow up. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I can tell you this, you know, and and cultivating all these experiences, all I want to do is be able to empower other scientists and and to facilitate collaboration and and hopefully not just at a global level, but at a national and local level, grassroots level, as to, you know, promote change and real-life impact. Well, one of the reasons we're having you on, Toby, is because I think you've already done what more in your life than most of us do in a lifetime. So I, I'm interested to see where you go once you do, quote unquote, grow up. Um, so specifically, what are you studying right now at the U of M? So I specifically study uh, medical microbiology and infectious diseases. Right. And so now, as a part of that, you were chosen as a Canadian youth delegate to the World Health Organization. Tell us about this appointment and how it came about. So, yeah, so I was selected by the government to uh, be the Canadian Youth Delegate. And essentially, my mandate is to represent Canadian youth at the World Health Organization. And as such, my role and my only role is to ensure that our Canadian youth and their voices are heard and that their priorities are shared and reflected in Canada's stance and recommendations on current global health priorities. So to do that, what I'm currently running are these focus groups or what we call roundtable sessions. And, you know, by engaging with students through social media, through college clubs, events, and networks across the country, what I have them do is I invite them to attend uh, these Zoom sessions, and we essentially share their lived experiences and expertise related to different global health priorities. After the discussion, I have a, sorry, uh, yes, your question? No, no, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, and, and after the discussion, what we have is that I have a brilliant team that work with me to then take all these amazing recommendations and share it with Canada Public Health. So along these lines, how has all that been going? How have the roundtables been going and what have been the topics of discussion with Canadian youth? I mean, I just actually came back from a, uh, a government forum as of yesterday. And we're going to actually have our first roundtable session today and this evening with about 20 other young adults from across Canada talking about the importance of pandemic preparedness and how we should address and prevent and respond to future pandemics. And so along those lines, um, and, and that's interesting you're doing it today and, and good, good on you. So there's 20 kids from across Canada or is there a certain area or how did you gather these voices and then what will be on the topics of discussion specifically? So to participate in these roundtables, uh, I believe, and I've, I've stated that, you know, this roundtable session is open to all young Canadians irrespective of their educational backgrounds, ethnicities, and most importantly, there's no specific training required. So at these roundtable sessions that we will have today and the future ones, it's open to all young Canadians. All I ask 
is that they are willing to provide active participation and are willing to engage with these global health discussions. And for today's discussion on pandemic preparedness, one of the things that we'll be discussing is the importance of engaging community during a pandemic. How do we fix the trust that is currently kind of broken between the general public and scientists? How do we rectify that and even strengthen that for future pandemics? That is such a fascinating topic because that's with, as we discuss these items, uh, even on a show like this, we hear from both sides, right? Like we hear from, oh, the scientists don't know what they're talking about or we don't buy into everything they're saying and vice versa. The scientists are saying we're just doing our factual work and, and we're not being believed. So that's an interesting topic. And I'm fa- you must be fascinated too on what today's Canadian youth or younger generation feels about it. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, we're all on the same page when it comes to the pandemic that, you know, it really wreaks havoc on our well-being and our society. But it's for some reason, we're all speaking different languages. And there is some sort of a language barrier, a cultural barrier that we need to address now and really to leverage our youth, because I believe that our youth, there's so much talent that is yet to be utilized and recognized. And I find that, you know, our youth needs to be engaged because they are going to be the future and the future responders against pandemics. Fascinating work and, and good on you. And of course, this is all in, in uh, a process that you'll present uh, to the World Health Organization as part of the Canadian Youth Delegate that's going to represent them. How did you become the Canadian Youth Delegate? What was the process? I mean, it, it really was a, a bit of a competition, actually, uh, that was released by the government of Canada. And this program is very new, relatively. It's only been running for five years. And this opportunity was actually brought to me uh, by my supervisor, Dr. Keith Folk, who also has an expertise and a lot of experience working global health. And so part of that competition was, I believe, the U of M's 3MT competitions, which, um, if I say this right, it's three-minute thesis, right? And you won in both French and English. Tell us about that and then how that helped you uh, earn this spot to represent Canada. Yeah, so with a three-minute competition, I was actually the winner of the first prize as, as well as the People's Choice Award for only the English version. And that experience was, I believe, really critical in you know being able to attain this role because, as I said, the biggest issue we see right now you know, within science is that barrier between the general public and scientists. There is, for some reason, a language barrier, a culture barrier. And when I participate in 3MT, the philosophy of 3MT is being able to take your science and make it relatable to the general public, being able to rectify that language barrier and to engage. So honestly, being able to participate in that was a huge milestone that helped me become a better delegate and being able to take science and bring it into policy and to actually try to implement some sort of change. When do you get to present to the uh, World Health Authority? Uh, that's still unclear. We're still in the organization, organizing process of you know specific dates, but I believe that's around mid-May in Geneva. Okay, and Geneva, I was going to ask you where you went. Sorry, I said authority. It's the World Health Organization, of course, who is, as their acronym is. Um, So you get to go in May, so you're gathering all this information, then you go to present there. What's that going to be like for you at this stage of your career? Honestly, this whole entire experience, this role has been like very surreal. I I think to me it's it's an honor and a privilege, but I I, I have to admit the road to reaching this point has been a really difficult one. 
Um, I wasn't really a good student ever, but I find that the road to this point is really paved by, you know, generosity and kindness from friends, teachers, and, and mentors who believed in me in the past, and, and they kind of saw something in me and kind of gave me the opportunities to flourish. So now that I'm the Canadian Youth Delegate, it is surreal, but I find that, that it is now kind of like my moral responsibility to share that, to share that kindness, to pass it forward. And, you know, one of my biggest priorities as I occupy this role is to ensure that the abundance of talent within our youth are recognized and utilized and represented at these global health discussions. That's outstanding. I, I may be more shocked about anything, Toby, that you said you're not a very good student, I, but yet here you are in your way to being a scientist. <laughs> yeah, no, um, to be honest with you, uh, I mean, I, I, I was the type of kid that really was kind of slow on a lot of subjects. And, you know, people would, you know, take a day to learn math or science. I would kind of take three or four days because concepts were hard for me. And, you know, it was genuinely the kindness of people around me that gave me the chance that were willing to be patient with me and to see something more from me. Well, good for you, Toby. That's outstanding. And I'm kind of the same way. So maybe I'm a scientist, too. I just don't know it. No, I'm kidding, of course. Um, this is such a prestigious thing, and, and you deserve a lot of kudos for this and everybody who helped you get to this point. Um, good luck with it, the work you're doing today and tomorrow and gathering the information from, from Canadian youth, but also at the Delegate in May. And I'd love to have you back when you return from your presentation there and, and see how everything went for you and the research you accumulated prior to that. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jim, for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you and all the best. Uh, Toby Lee, once again, chosen as Canadian Youth Delegate to the World Health Organization, will be presenting in Geneva in May after he does all his work, which begins today with a roundtable of 20 youth from across Canada.